By golly, it is a ghost. A ghost on a satellite image? You guys are crazy. Well, hold on, mates. The Weather Jazz host is spot on. As winter approaches, something strange happens along the East Coast. It's something Andre calls... The East Coast Ghost. Don't be frightened. It's all good. And it's time to demystify it. Today, on Weather Jazz. Weather Jazz. Weather Jazz. Weather Jazz. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more. I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 583 for Wednesday, Science Wednesday, and it's the last Wednesday in the month of November, November 29th, 2023. Well, what a crazy system that we had on Monday night and Tuesday morning. Really, it was all focused on one band that came through on Tuesday morning roughly between 2 a.m. and right about 7 or 8 a.m. when the band slowly worked south. It was a very focused band, but it produced snowfall rates very close to three inches per hour when it came through the Weather Jazz studios here at West Central Geauga County. We picked up a very quick six inches of snow in just about two hours' time and then slips out. Now, one of the fortunate things with the snowfall, and it did pile up to more than a foot in places like Thompson and Madison in Lake County and extreme northern Geauga County, was that the temperatures were very low. They were basically between 15 and 20. And so the moisture content is extremely low. The snow is very fluffy, And it is very easy to push around with a shovel or brush. But one of the negatives of having a dry, fluffy snow like that, and I suppose it's a negative we can live with, is that it doesn't take much wind to push it around. And so just as soon as the snowplows came by in many open fields, that snow just got pushed right back into the roadways. And yesterday I was on my way to Vermilion from Geauga County, Geauga County, across the Cleveland Metro, over to the west side, far west side, in Erie County, really what should be a 90-minute drive turned into three hours. And the number of accidents I saw, I stopped counting at a dozen. I must have seen two dozen between where home was and where the funeral home, where I officiated a funeral of a very dear friend of mine, and that was in Vermilion. Again, uh, just a lot of action happened just a few hours before. And that first big snowfall happens to be the one where people, well, they almost forget 
how to drive in the snow. It's crazy stuff. Let's hope uh, that with this one now out of the way that uh, we can get back to sensible winter driving. Now, it doesn't look like we're going to see any wintry weather now for quite some time, even in the next 8 to 10 day period. In fact, the next system will be a rainy one, and that's coming on Friday. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick little review of November thus far for those of you in Northeast Ohio. For Hopkins Airport, so far this month, the first 28 days in the books, and we are right at normal temperature-wise. Technically, 0.4 degrees above normal. That's inside, well inside the plus or minus 2 range. We all consider that as normal. And when we look at November, there really wasn't a lot of ups and downs. It started off very cold, 12 degrees below normal on the 1st of November. But then the ups and the downs were basically plus or minus 7 or 8 and inside of that range. So there wasn't a whole lot of action in terms of temperature. Obviously, it was much colder on the 28th. Uh, The stats are still missing for that date, so that's going to be interesting to see how that all pans out. It probably won't make a big difference in the overall picture. We're going to be very close to normal. In fact, probably a lot closer to even Stephen Zero. In terms of precip, we're actually a little under normal at 1.22 inches below normal liquid. We should be up over 2, 1.94 so far, thus far. And that does not include what fell yesterday in terms of liquid. Again, all of that is still being tabulated. And it's just a couple of days away from concluding at any rate. Looks like it's going to be pretty close to normal in all aspects, but especially in terms of temperature. Okay, let's talk about today's topic, the East Coast Ghost. And yes, that is my term for it, but you'll see what I'm talking about. If you go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 583, I will post this morning's infrared satellite imagery of the East Coast. And you will see, essentially, a ghost of the East Coast just downstream from the coastline. It looks like the shape of the coast. What I'm talking about is the cloud formation just offshore. Now, take a look at the first image. Second image, I impose the wind flow. Bear in mind, it's a very cold wind flow. So eventually, the air is going to pick up some moisture from, obviously, an ocean temperature, which is much milder, and eventually downstream will pick up that moisture, condense it in the form of clouds, and eventually, if there's enough temperature difference, some rain or snow showers downstream dependent on the temperature just underneath that cloud deck. But it's not the precipitation that I want to draw your attention to. It's the shape of the cloud deck. It literally mimics the shape of the coastline. That's why I call it the East Coast Ghost. It's a ghostly apparition of the coastline in reverse. And this only happens in the colder months, typically winter. 
And you'll see that whenever a cold intrusion moves off the coast of the eastern United States. And it's for the reason that I just mentioned. That cold wind eventually picks up moisture from the ocean, will take some time to get it up into the atmosphere to the point where it condenses in the layer above, one, two, three, four thousand feet above the sea level. And that's where you get that shadowing effect. Now, I measured this morning the average length between the shoreline and the first cloud deck where it mimics the shape of the coastline. It's about 100 miles. However, it's not always 100 miles. What determines that distance is essentially the difference between the cold air and what the water temperature is. The greater the difference between the motion temperature and the air passing over it, the greater the temperature difference, the shorter that length will become. And there is one other component that gets involved in that is the wind speed too. You have to consider that as well. And something that we call resident time over a body of water. So if it's slower, that number will be even shorter. So I suspect that in the super coldest air that moves off the East Coast in the dead of winter, that you can get some of those distances between the shoreline and that first deck of clouds that mimics the East Coast shoreline shape to maybe even 20 or 25 miles. And maybe even shorter if the air is extremely cold. One of those supercharged, cold Arctic air masses that move off of the East Coast. So you'll see that shape. It will essentially drift closer to the shoreline if the difference is greater. And a little bit away from the shoreline, 100, maybe 150 miles if you have that difference between the air temperature and the ocean temperature a little bit smaller. Suffice to say, so long as it's there and it's an entire air mass moving off of the East Coast, you're going to see that shape, that outline in reverse of the East Coast shape just downstream from the coastline. So take a look at that. I'm going to share a lot more on Fox 8 News tonight at 6 p.m. Join me then, and I'll share some of the pictures and maybe elaborate just a little bit. But, of course, those pictures are available right now if you simply go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 583. And perhaps I will add the explanation that I provide on Fox 8 News a little bit later on, perhaps sometime on Thursday, as an embedded video on episode number 583. That definitely falls in the science category today on Science Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word, won't you? Let people know that you enjoy weather jazz. Let them know that they can find it by simply going on any browser at home, weatherjazz.com. You can listen to it right on your home browser, or if you're a podcast listener, you can search for Weather Jazz, one word, and you'll find it virtually on every single 
podcast app, whether it's Spotify, Apple, or Radio Public, whatever you might use, you will find Weather Jazz just waiting for you. If you have a question or topic suggestion, please remember I am just an email or a voicemail away. You can contact me via email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com or on the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. 234-525-5888. You can leave me a voicemail. I monitor both very closely, so you can rest assured. If you leave me a message on either format, that I will receive it in short order. Well, the weather quiets down next few days. Next system will be a rainy one on Friday. Perhaps we'll chat a little bit about that on Open Line Friday when we get together for the next episode. We'll see you then. Weather and science across the globe. Just